We live amongst chaos. It's all around us, in every aspect of life. Okay, I'm not going to get all Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park on you here. I'm talking about the constant noise of politics, social media, news, protests, family, death, war, cyber attacks, money, mental health, the pandemic, our jobs, crazy Karens. Sometimes we just need to silence it with some laughs, some snarkiness, and some real talk. Sometimes we need to cut through the chaos. Welcome, everyone, to the brand new podcast, Cutting Through the Chaos. I'm Jeff. You might remember me as Jeff in RVA on Twitter and from some other podcasts. Um, and my co-host is the wonderful DG. How are you doing, DG? I'm good. How are you? Ugh, you know, this is, um, <laughs> you know, to embarrass myself up front, uh, this is actually the second <clears throat> recording of this sh episode because I screwed up the first one. <laughs> oh, we're going to start with beating up on ourselves, which I told you to stop doing. Accidents know, happen. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like those of you who've ever followed me on Twitter before, um, and you might be following me now, it's at Jeff Podcast, but it used to be Pick a Topic Podcast. So that was my first one, which DG was a guest on for one of them. Um, and then for a little while, I was doing Unmuted with Bubba, um, who, by the way, for people who so sometimes ask, she's doing great. So I still talk to her. Um, oh, we <laughs> everybody says that she is not she is dedicated to not coming back to, to twitter so that i'll put that and out I there don't front blame her yeah don't blame and her for, one bit you know for me i had at jeff and rva and i just uh it, i might get into it later I, I said that last time too that i just yeah i don't need it anymore i i um i like having something to put out the podcast with and the right. cool thing is I'm hosting with DG, who is my friend, but also has a way bigger following. <laughs> so that doesn't mean much. <laughs> no, but it means it means that you'll be the one to get more ears on the uh, on the show. Well, so I'm I'm hoping, but like, you know, we've talked about this before. It's just my, mainly the podcast is is for hobby and for fun and everything. And if we get people exactly. listening, fantastic. And if we don't, yeah. well, at least we have an hour to shoot the shit. Yeah, right. And and that's the thing. It's it's definitely uh, we joke about this on Unmuted. This is for funsies. We aren't taking it like super serious. Um, we it's not like some big attempt at making our brand um, or something. Our brand, like that. my brand. <laughs> we both have fulfilling lives, and uh, no, but we 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 had talked about doing something for a while. So finally, I was like, hey, I got time now. So uh, let's do it. And yeah, that's kind of the yeah, main reason I got rid of pick a topic also for anybody who wants to know. It's just it's like, eh, I don't want to do, I might actually be doing a couple a others cool, anyway. Hmm? Yeah, but it was such a cool idea to have as a podcast, to be honest with you, because it's like so many times the host picks the, picks the topic and then they bring right. somebody on. You it, were like, I, Hey, I'd like to have you on. What do you want to talk about? And I just kind of thought that was a really cool concept because it was, it was different. No, I appreciate it too, and and most people said that um, too. It was it was fun, and I mean, I got to know a lot of people. It the the commitment to it just became a little bit harder with mm -hmm. other stuff going on in life, and that was another reason why unmuted right. stopped. By the way, again, people who might be listening wondering about that. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to go into every little detail, but it was just just too much other stuff going on, honestly. 
God, why so, can't you focus on this podcast, Jeff? Jeez. <laughs> but I do have some time now. And, and I told myself what I learned in podcasting um, in the little that I've done is that I would it, I did like the, the pick a topic format, but. I yeah. would rather have a consistent co-host, somebody that I jive with really well, and that's definitely you. Um, so, and, the, <laughs> and you wanted to do it too, so it just worked out nice. Where it's like, okay, you know, there's yeah. no time like the present. Um, well, so, I yeah. thought it was really cool because you um, ended up approaching me about it, and I was at first I was kind of like, I don't know, because I'm like, I'm <laughs> good at being a guest, which is what I've been told. I'm a good guest, <laughs> but I was also told by you and another podcaster that I should start my own podcast, and I'm like, I don't really have the ideas for it. I'm <laughs> game to be on one, right? But it's like yeah. the whole that whole coming up with the creative part. It's like mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's another nice part of having are. a co-host. Though. Yeah, and here we well. And speaking of of that, um, so the. The, the what the genesis of this uh, idea cutting through the chaos is it, it kind of started you know, so dg people lovingly refer to her as the internet mom <laughs> and <Right>. mostly because <laughs> mostly because she doesn't she's there for people she she's very supportive like one of the most supportive people you ever befriend on twitter in my opinion oh, and she thanks. but you don't put up with bullshit either so and no. like not that everybody else does or something like that, but you're just good at really cutting through that bullshit. So like, well, it's just, I don't have time for it. <laughs> you don't have, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's the thing is that you don't have to dedicate your time you to something you don't want to deal with. Right. Pretty I much. I don't, in, I don't have, what's her name? Sweet, sweet Brown or whatever. <laughs> I need that soundbite. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Right. <laughs> no, but that's how I like, that's genuinely how I feel about bullshit is that I just, I don't have time for it. There are other much more important things for me to be dealing with. I'm not going to argue with somebody on the internet. Well, that that's time just for that. And, I mean, even if it's not the internet, um, it's other shit in life too. But, but like, yeah, yeah. I, like that was, we kind of started on that idea and then we're like, Hey, yeah, we both, and I'm like that too, in a different way. Like mm -hmm. I've definitely gotten in my fair share of stupid internet arguments. So maybe not so great on that front, but, <laughs> but I've, I've, I'm very, you know, my wife could tell you, I'm very much like, okay, I see through maybe, maybe too much. I get cynical, but <laughs> I see through bullshit. <laughs> pretty well i right. feel like in a lot of ways so and i and i don't dish it out i'm usually super straightforward with people um so we thought well okay that's great then then because yeah. we live in such a freaking turbulent world right now i mean especially right now it's i feel like it's like that all the time anyway but because we do it is more maybe, chaotic than normal yeah maybe maybe it's a good you know respite for people for you know 45 minutes an hour to to listen to a couple people who are kind of witty um and, and funny and smart asses <laughs> who don't put up with bullshit <laughs> to sort of get your head out of that, out of all the ridiculousness that's definitely a way to describe both of us to two people who are kind of funny <laughs> kind of witty yeah, and don't you know. deal with bullshit <laughs> i mean i don't I, yeah, right i don't you know oversell myself or anything i'm not like a comedian but no. I, i've been known to to solicit a chuckle here and there <laughs> that's I mean, such I a make lame people way laugh think. i've been told yeah. <laughs> no. when when dg does her uh her videos with with your filters um, oh my god those those always crack me up it's funny as shit because it's usually and it's, it's and, usually just something stupid that's annoyed me yeah, well, because and especially with with your somewhat southern accent adds that nice little bit somewhat. of like zest. Yeah, you're not like rednecky, yes. but 
depending on uh, how tired or inebriated i am it depends <laughs> yeah. which which we are recording this in the morning she is maybe tired but not inebriated I, i'll put I that am, out there i am pretty tired i've i had little little sleep last night so this yeah. should be interesting <laughs> now nah, we're fine but, you had coffee but that that wasn't it wasn't anything bad it wasn't like i couldn't sleep it was just my dog needed to go out inside and, and use the bathroom at 1 30 in the morning and i couldn't go back to sleep so here we are what are you doing <laughs> And that's your dog is messing with you now. The dog will part, be part of this show. Um, yes. Whether we like it or not. You will hear me mother my dog because she's usually in the room with me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So at my hip. <laughs> we, this, this episode is kind of, you know, a starter introduce us a little bit, but we, we, we do kind of like having a format. It's going to be conversational, but we're going to have some like little segments here and there. Yes. Um, and one of them, uh, mm-hmm. The first one, we thought it would be funny to get DG going on a little mini rant because, uh, you know, that just tickles me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, just funny. funny when other people are mad. I can laugh yeah, at it. No. So so with that said, um, the thing you know, I, it's it's almost good. We're redoing this because I have a better one in mind. For oh, you OK. Really, you know, get, work up the dander, if you will. Um, it's <laughs> so stupid. Um <laughs> This bugs both. So as two people who also deal with our own little mental health issues here and there. Yes. Um, like many of you do. And don't be ashamed of that. No, never. Don't, is it, does it not amaze you? So, so well, let me just, I wouldn't even preface it this way. Okay. Um, when I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. How is it that we still in this day and age mm-hmm. encounter people who basically act like you, uh, depression isn't real just just cheer up like yeah just oh, you know how, how do we still have those kinds of people yeah and does that not just piss you the fuck off <laughs> i mean it 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 doesn't piss me off because it's like but it does irk me greatly yeah, yeah. um because uh you know that's something that i'm not going to give a lot of time to to be mad about because these people are just at a point where they're just truly not trying to understand where a person is coming from yeah it's yeah. it's just like you know, you have to have the understanding that mental health issues are not, it's not, how do I put this to where it makes sense? Because it makes sense in my head, but sometimes when I try to explain things, it doesn't make sense at all. And unless you really know me, you can't really decode it. Um, <laughs> but like we encounter these people who don't believe that things like depression or anxiety or, you know, mental health stuff is really that big of a deal that it's really all encompassing or all consuming for a person. They don't, they come from a place of misunderstanding and misinformation. I believe that we encounter these people because they refuse to inform themselves. They, they live in a bubble and their bubble is perfect and and it's you know it's it's uncon it's it's non-confrontational and they don't have to deal with much they go through their lives they pay their bills they work their job they deal with their families but they don't have all these extracurriculars such as anxiety or depression so it doesn't affect them they just have normal maybe stressors that they deal with and then either they deal with them or they ignore them and that's how they face their problems they deal with or they ignore and so they think that that is how it works for everybody yeah it's not they've never experienced crippling depression or oh my god see the one so i agree completely with what you said i think Mm -hmm. when i say pisses me off Mm -hmm. it's funny because i feel like we had this exact conversation too probably when when you were on pick a topic because it was about mental health yeah but specifically 
I remember, you know, because we follow wrestlers and stuff. So I remember like the idiots like Ryback. Ryback. I always say his name wrong. But like the ones who really go after it, like like you didn't have to say You didn't have to say anything. If you are a person of influence. Yeah. If you're a person of influence and you have, um, and I, I say influence because I mean everybody influences everybody some in some way, shape, or form. That's just yeah, with a big like with a big platform. Or but something. if you yeah. if you are a big name with a big platform, and mm-hmm. I feel that these kinds of these sorts of people should be more educated in the subjects of things <laughs> like mental health. No, I'm being serious. Like no, I know I, it sounds I, funny. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because it's yeah, it's like that seems like such a no brainer. And yet it's such a hard, it's almost like a, uh, a pity laugh for them. It's like, how is it that hard? I don't you know? know. I don't know if it is hard. I just think it's a, it's the bubble effect. They live in their own bubble mm-hmm. no, and, I agree. and, and that bubble is safe and secure. So they don't worry about anything else. And to them, it is a just get over it kind of factor. It's like, Oh, <laughs> you'll be okay. Just go ahead and get over it. You'll be all right. Go and read the secret because that's going to uh. help. God. Maybe now, I now, <laughs> now, granted, I am a person who does believe that you can, you do and can manifest things into being, but they're not, it's not an instant fix kind of thing. It's something that takes time. Well, it, it, see, okay. I am with you. There, <laughs> you, you can manifest things into being. It's just not like, like it, what you're talking about is the power of positive thinking and things like that. Yeah, which um, is fine, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, and that's a real like studied psychological thing. It, it's a real thing. And uh, me, myself, you know, I think uh, most everybody who um, knows me and, and hopefully those who listen to this podcast, they know that I deal with mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they know that I'm a pretty positive person when I'm not going through things. Yeah, well, yeah. And even when you are going through things i can speak from personal experience mm-hmm. like if we if we talk in the chat or whatever yeah in dms or whatever you're still like super supportive and will show positivity to others which is of course frankly i mean that's commendable simply because it's that's it's hard to do when you're when you're feeling like shit and i've, I've been in that role before but not the same way oh yeah um but yeah you know it, it it's it, it when people belittle it um and especially the celebrities. I remember when I heard stupid Scientologist Tom Cruise oh um, <laughs> giving, I think he was on an interview on the Today Show or something, and he mm-hmm. was giving Brooke Shields a bunch of shit. I remember for that. Antidepressants. And it's I like, remember that. And that's that, the first, that was the first kind of case that I remember, like, oh you know, like a big deal like, of a celebrity doing something like that. And I was just like appalled. Well, he kept saying, and I'm sure this will be a, a, a recurring topic on this show. Yeah. For, he kept saying, have you done the research? Have you done the research? And it's like, motherfucker, you have not done the research. <laughs> you haven't done the research. You listen yeah. to Scientology. Yeah, Googling. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, you've gotten a bunch of stupid information about thetans and oh blah, my God. blah. But <laughs> ugh, <laughs> no, we could go on a, we could do a Scientology I'm, episode. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no i'm putting that in the hopper no no but like <laughs> like, like they not only does he come from that place but it's like reading shit reading a study reading you know googling stuff does not count as research okay it takes a lot <laughs> it, to understand things it's you got to do more than just put into google what is this well and especially something that has biological and psychological implications and that, something that's more complicated than just a one-worded sentence <laughs> right. I mean, the process 
of actually doing studies, like scientific studies on things like medicine mm-hmm. is extraordinarily complicated. And I can imagine. So I've never looked into medical research studies like that, but I can imagine I mean, that they're like, oh my God. I've done, um, so I have an engineering background and <clears throat> I did, I've d- designed experiments that require you to collect study type analysis and then, you know, build the experiment in such a way that you're getting the responses that are statistically significant and, and it's not just noise and, you know, th- wow, that, that those sounds are- thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you learn it, it's actually really cool when you figure something out with it, but that I've done that on basic levels with, you know, my own mm-hmm. world of engineering and mm-hmm. you, you take biology into account and the brain, which we still don't understand. And it just makes everything infinitely harder. So that's <laughs> another reason why people, you know, should, should not just like consider, like consider the complexity, understand your own limitations. Like if you couldn't go perform the lab study that they're doing. Right. And if you, and if you don't even understand a little bit of the math behind it, and most of us don't. Most <laughs> so of us, I, and you know, those of us with mental health issues don't. No, we don't. Like, I took four years of calculus, and I Ooh. still wouldn't claim to sit there and understand how to do all of the analysis that they do with this kind of stuff. I would take because like I know five how hard minutes of calculus and cry. <laughs> it's hard. Mm. It's hard. But I mean, and it's funny, I don't even do that now. Now I do my job. Math is, is not my thing. Yeah. Math is not yeah, my thing. My, my wife says that as well, which is why it falls to me when my daughter has math questions. And she's in third grade now, so it's not a big deal. But when she gets in high school, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, I got to go back and remember. An algebra. <laughs> all and right. All that but yeah, stuff. That's, that's how um, I just wanted to open with something that it, it didn't work you up as much as I hoped it would. Damn, well, I gotta think of no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that i it's like i try um i'm this is this is the funny part it's like you want to get me on these rants and where i am now in my life is that i'm no. trying to see things from the bigger picture and more logically no and that's actually uh, so uh, i say that more ton in cheek i don't yeah. really want to piss off dg let's no. just, and she, she knows this no. but so let's just put that out there i'm not like Ooh, needle needle no but i just like to get really gonna get her <laughs> well the thing is it, the whole point of that little short segment in the beginning is to give opinions. To the, the internet mom comes out of you, and and what she said was right. absolutely fantastic. It, it it's almost like a pity, pitiable type of quality for someone to yeah. have when they don't because it's like they don't take the time to understand. That's stuff. that's my big thing is that it's they don't take the time to understand and and to understand anything, to mm-hmm. understand anything, you have to dedicate the time to it. Yeah, and it's and, and we as people are, and we as people are selfish. We don't want to give up our time. We don't, and we don't like challenging our assumptions or our exactly. preconceived notions um, because we want wow, to be we're, right. We're transitioning very well. So then, the <laughs> other part of of the other sort of segment of this show um, is kind of the what we'll dive a little more into is the main topic, which which in in this case, what we decided was. We're real close to election season, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, I mean, we're real close to voting. So we're in the middle of election season and we're in election season and ugh. and it is trying. <laughs> well, and and what we like full disclosure up front, neither of us are going to sit there and try to tell you how to vote. Like never. I I honestly don't truly care how someone votes. Well, I do, but I okay. don't. Like I do, I want them to vote for the same person I vote for, but yeah. I know that that's not like 
plausible. Obviously, it's like kind of a 50-50 split in this country. Yeah. So well, I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit there and spend all my time trying to convince someone who is unconvincible or even yeah. persuadable at this point. And here's the thing with me, too. And I'll say this up front just to cover my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I work for uh, federal government. I work for the Department of Defense. And they have very clear terms for federal employees. Um many of whom at the top levels don't seem to always follow this, especially politicians, but, mm. um, but it's different for them. So, but they have very <laughs> clear, they have very clear rules that you're not supposed to use your position to influence somebody in a way that would be like, Oh, I, I work for the department of defense. Here's why you should vote for X, Y, Z. I can't do that because that's, that's illegal. That's now against the you can't do that. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, exactly. I, and and I can have opinions on it. I can right. vote. I could I could, you know, put up a sign in my house or whatever, but right. I can't sit there in a social environment and try to persuade pers- right. people one way or another. And it, you know, I suppose there could be a method by which I do that that was not deemed government related, but I don't right. even I don't even tr- want to play with that. You know what I mean? So I like understand. No, I will say myself, I'm left leaning. Um, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, there's nothing against me telling you that. Um, right. So, and I just have never liked Trump <laughs> ever, even before ever. he was a politician. I didn't either. That's the thing is like people are like, oh, you don't like Trump because he's in office and he's this and he says no, things that no. people just start, that he says things that people are thinking. No, he doesn't. And I never liked him before. I didn't like him when he was on TV either because I think no, he's an either. asshole. He just seems like a, like a very, uh, you know, self absorbed. He's a narcissistic person who somehow got voted in. Right. And I mean, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Well, but the thing is, the problem is, and one thing I do have to say about this particular president is (laughs) that he is definitely good at stoking the fires and and stirring people up. And that, so you combine that. So this election season is different than I think any in many, 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 many years, because I think we had something similar in the sixties. Maybe, but even then we didn't have a pandemic going on. True. And we didn't have social media and we didn't have constant cable news. So all these things. We didn't have the chaos. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we had chaos. It was just different, but like, but like it's you cannot escape, especially in the U.S. right now, politics. That's all there is right now. And I mean, you, you get on social media. It's all, it's all over there. It's, you get on the news. It's all over the news. And I get that to an extent, mm-hmm. but it just gets overwhelming. Now, for me and you, too, we've both voted. So I'm kind of like, OK, whatever. You know, right. Like in by and large, I think that's my attitude on it. I, it doesn't mean things don't catch my eye. Mm hmm. But the chaotic part of it is the people who just don't stop engaging. Right. And and if I could give any advice to anyone, it's like, just take a step back and take a break from it for a while. Because it, outside of voting, the vast majority of us aren't going to make an impact. <laughs> oh, thanks. I mean, maybe you'll run for office. That's great if you do. I don't, you know, maybe yeah. you're working That's the polls. Thing. You know, yeah, you work the polls, you work the campaign or something. Cool. Good right. for you. But most of the people out there aren't doing that. So when and and I'm I say this as somebody who's guilty of it when mm-hmm. you get in these back and forth discussions online or with family members or whatever mm-hmm. and you just know that person is entrenched in their views and you're probably entrenched in yours you're wasting your time 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like it can feel like a waste of time. It, it, I, and I think it becomes a waste of time when it becomes an emotional argument. Yes. There's yes. debating your political beliefs and then there's the, the emotional argument. It, it becomes a problem when you hit the when your emotions start getting involved because it's no longer yeah. debate. Um Jay says this a lot um, and it makes it, it didn't make sense to me at first, but it makes sense to me now. It's like you can't debate with emotion. You can't. Um, and we all do to an extent because we're humans. Well, that's but, when it becomes arguing. It's no longer yeah, a debate. There are great quotes um, along those lines that, of course, now I say that and I can't think of any off the top of my head. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's funny how different that works. Debates, I, you know, different debates I've watched um, <clears throat> for, that aren't even, you know, that are in more of the philosophical realm where yeah. it's like, yeah, as soon as it, you can't you can't have a rational argument with somebody who is irrational. Exactly. And an emotion brings about. Irrationality. Yeah. Um, there's actually really cool. Um, there's there's a uh, I can't remember the exact name, but it's this whole list of logical fallacies when arguing. Mm -hmm. And it gives you every single one of them, every all of the different kind, including argument from emotion, which I, it, it that's not necessarily what it's always called. But it's the mm -hmm. it's basically like, yeah, your argument's already failing when it's completely emotional. Usually it in involves name calling and, you know, just. Just a bunch of oh, like yeah. very when passionate, finger pointing, name calling, and everything like know. that. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's no substance like, to the argument so anymore. I, it just becomes you're a poo poo head. <laughs> <laughs> well, or you know, and and that's what it, when I say it's a waste of time, I'm talking about the entrenched viewpoint argument. You're probably mm -hmm. not going to find any common ground with somebody who's deep rooted into what they're saying already. No. No, um, I'm all for finding common that. ground. Like, like I would love it if we could in this country, instead of having these, these chaotic political debates mm -hmm. amongst social media and screaming at each other and, and one upping each other and the news constantly evoking Ugh. emotion. That's the other thing is the news. Like, Ugh. like they, people, many people have said this. If you see an article that's clickable or a headline that's clickable, that's evokes an emotional response in you. It was probably done that way on purpose. Manipulation. Okay? <laughs> yes. They want you to click on it because at the end of the day, that's what gets eyes on the page, eyes on the exactly. page, money, blah, blah, blah. So And it gets you in know. your brain. It becomes a little earworm and then it's on. Yep. And it's there. It creates echo chambers, unfortunately. But yeah, but but like if it would be fantastic if we could have these nuanced conversations all the time with people we don't even know who and find common ground. I think it's possible because I don't think that, you know, I'm not that entrenched in my political beliefs where I'm going to be like, like it's my team winning the Super Bowl or something. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm going to have, hold on. I got a little dumb moment here real quick. You said a nuanced conversation. Can you explain to me what that means real quick? <laughs> so like, yeah, instead of just, instead of just throwing out the talking points and the like, here's why insurance is bad, you know, <laughs> you know, just like, or, or for example, or I mean, you could even go more, um, you know like gu gun control or something mm. it's like talk about the okay you know like here's a nuance like we can't get rid of all the guns because that's not practical so i'm not going to take that rigid stance there's more nuance to it than that but here's what we could do maybe uh... because maybe the common ground in that conversation with the person who's very gun rights okay. um, is well we do have to do something to stop mass shootings or whatever okay. right 
So like, you find, so like you find that common ground with someone like, and usually that's easier to do in person, by the way, yeah. versus the internet. But you find that common ground, like, okay, we agree that there's a problem with mass shootings. So what do we think we could, we could do that's not just you're taking away my liberties versus <laughs> yeah, I want all your guns, you know? So like, but you never, see, you rarely see that and you yeah. don't see it in politics in with politicians either. Well, it's very and black that, and white. There's no... Yeah. And then right. and the, the media doesn't do it any favors because no. you have you have some sides that'll just put the extreme out there or yeah. you'll have the talking heads who put the extremes out there like they're trying to blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> all of that being said, I just don't think that, that in the in the, the venues that we have to express those things right now, mm-hmm. which would be, you know, social media, mostly and comment sections and whatnot. Oh. It's just not something that's attainable for the most part. Like I just Twitter and Facebook are not places I would go to have logical debates with. <laughs> well, no, me either. But you know, it's like it's funny because with with the way that things are right now, with the pandemic being as in full swing as it is, yeah. social media has become almost like the norm in how we have our conversations because you can't go and really see people. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. well, you shouldn't be going and seeing people like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, but even depending that, on what phase your state is, yes, in, yes. mine's in phase but, three, so we can it, have small gatherings. A political, like wearing masks, became politicized. How do you politicize that? Well, and 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 I think it's again, it's the, it's these amplified voices through social media in a lot of cases, because that's what a lot of people are using to get information right or wrong. Yeah, That makes a lot of sense. You know, you're not going to see a news article from like associated press. That's like wearing a mask violates your rights. You know, I just (laughs) wonder when it became a rights thing. Like you wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Well, where you wear a seatbelt because it's the law. Some people but, don't. We, but. We're going to go with, we're just going to run with this here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Most you know, people do. We, we, and it's we, not a controversial know, thing. Right. If it's not controversial, like getting into a car and putting a seatbelt on, because yeah. you know that, we'll, I don't know the actual statistic of it. So I'm just going to oh, throw it's, it in. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. what, 97% that you're going to have a higher survival rating wearing a seatbelt than not? It's, it's, it's got to be gigantic if it's not that number. So, so yes. Okay. I see wearing a mask is like wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. It's a safety precaution. I want to live. I want to make sure I get home to my family. I want to make sure mm-hmm. nothing happens to my family. So we're going to yeah. wear seatbelts and we're going to wear masks. You know, <laughs> I completely agree with you. And I even take it a step further and say it's it's almost more of a civic duty just to help protect others. Exactly. Like I because- you don't we know if know. you're a- you don't know if you're asymptomatic or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could have no be idea. Asymptomatic and you could have the virus and not know it for a little while, which is how a lot of viruses work. And and, and a lot of people have had have had it and didn't mm-hmm. even know it because they right. were they never they never became what symptomatic would that be the yeah yeah the they, or they never okay. showed symptoms or whatever yeah. yeah or if they did they were mild and right it's not I don't feel like it's too much to ask I don't to either wear a mask in public even though it's I run like into it all the time pants. where people don't yeah <laughs> and even that that's only to protect our eyeballs it's exactly us physically <laughs> so that's like the thing wearing clothing. <laughs> that's a great like could you imagine like well okay if if that if wearing a mask is a right then why do you wear pants why do you that, wear pants I would throw that person off and be like well because oh no no but you're not it's my right to 
walk around free balling. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Isn't it funny that people would sooner there are those same people who don't want to wear a mask would would definitely put underwear and pants. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. And all the, all you're doing there is just insulting uh, people's eyeballs. Oh exactly. But that's my point. It's <sighs> like it's it's like where it's just a clothing accessory at this point. <laughs> Well, and then of course there was a. It became politicized. So then you, you, I know, I know. It became chaos. Ooh, it became. Oh, no, no, there it, it is. It's <laughs> so easy. I can say that about it. Like, I know, right? Our show. No. I, I opened like, a drink and it spilled everywhere. Chaos. <laughs> chaos. 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 Well, I joke in the intro that I'm not going to get all Jeff Goldblum on you. <laughs> um, but because you know in Jurassic Park he, uh-huh. he's always you know he does the little thing with the water and the oh like, my god oh, yeah, yeah as you see there's chaos Sarah. but that was so. a good monologue and it makes so much sense <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> no I I wanted to int- I wanted to have something that explains it up front um, mm-hmm. but anyway anyway the ugh, I, I forgot what I was going <laughs> to say we both no, had an ADD uh, moment you forgot and oh, I was like yeah, I just yeah, ran yeah. out of bean juice. <laughs> I know, me too. Actually, I think I have a little bit left in here, but it's cold. Um, I don't mind cold coffee, but anyway, I'll before drink we ADD I'll drink out on coffee. <laughs> no, I mean the whole thing. It just became political for a stupid reason, and then and then you got people. This is what where I was going with it. You've got all these. You get the conspiracies coming in of like it. It makes it so your oxygen levels are lower, and which is not true. Well, and it's like first of all, first of all. You know that nurses and doctors wear a mask all the damn time, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not dropping out like flies, you know, because they I, didn't get enough air. With with that with that whole concept that people are throwing out, my thing is like, okay, so how are these surgeons performing surgeries right. for like eight to ten hours with these masks <laughs> on that they're asking you to wear, but they're not dropping yeah. out and they're doing finessing, they're they're finessing things within right. your body. They're not if they had mask. Yeah, if they had oxygen saturation issues that you would be able to tell because they wouldn't be talking coherently. Right. Well, and then, of course, you had nurses and stuff doing videos, thankfully, mm-hmm. that showed, like, there was one guy who kept putting a mask on and then he'd measure his oxygen saturation. He had, like, five on and it was still fine. Is it there was a girl that I watched. She, um, she has severe asthma and she was doing mm-hmm. one with the mask and she had the, yeah. the, the yeah. little finger thing that you put on. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The SPO2. Yeah. yeah. Oxygen saturation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she has severe asthma. She put on several different types of yeah. masks and not once <laughs> did her oxygen level drop. And, and, you know, what doesn't help is when politicians who are looked upon as leaders, whether they deserve it or not. Mm hmm. Also, don't take it seriously. Which and that's where it me. starts to become. Yeah, that's, that's that where it influencer thing. Mm-hmm. That's that influencer. When you have <sighs> these mass followings, yeah. you are an influencer, and yeah. people follow what you mm-hmm. do. And that is part of what makes so, especially right now, social mm-hmm. media and things like that. So, like, so conspiracies and weird bullshit and you know untruths or just really hard stances on things bubble up through social media. They get people all worked up Mm -hmm. and, you know, a, a responsible set of leaders, if, if it became a big enough issue would, would, would squash them if they were nonsense. Mm -hmm. And I think that that probably satiates the majority of rational people out there that aren't like just assuming everything's a conspiracy. Right. Um, We don't have that right now, at least not, not as, as much as we should. We maybe have like, 
sections of leaders who will be like, no, 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 you should wear a mask. Here's why. Yeah. But we don't have it at the at the highest levels and where we need it. Yeah. And that and there's, you know. You don't want your leaders embracing conspiracy theories, for example. And Which weirds me out when that happens because these are supposed <laughs> to be logical people. Uh, right. Well, if nothing else, they, they like even if they're even if they don't understand logic that well, it's just irresponsible. Like right. like if there are logical people telling you that something is is not real or is is a conspiracy or hasn't been proven, then don't, don't you know, it. throw it out there. But yeah. what it's done is it's made the entire political landscape especially during election season that much worse and it has i've i so i work to avoid it as much as i can i Me don't too. really get on facebook anymore and if i do it's to look at like stupid funny memes. stuff like cat, yeah. cat videos and memes yeah. <laughs> twitter i mean twitter to me was more of a time suck than anything else yeah i feel like it's easier to avoid some stuff on twitter because you're not following your crazy uncle you know well, the, the, and that and, and twitter has the option where you can you can mute things and stuff like that yeah, you can yeah. you can you know it's easier to mute things on twitter than it is on any other social media platform other social media platforms are starting to get that whole muting option going like i think instagram did it a yeah, couple of months back yeah um i don't remember when they started it but they they started you know where you can mute people and you don't have to see them anymore and it's the same concept on twitter i don't know about facebook if you don't go lay down somewhere you can unfollow you can unfollow people but it doesn't mean you won't still see you know kind of like related tweets and stuff you'll still see related content or yeah. like if somebody likes or comments on a post that's all like political which you, you can, can go to person. your notifications and fix by the way <laughs> oh yeah you can i mean there are ways to limit it on facebook too but i think to me anyway yeah the biggest difference with facebook and twitter is on facebook if <clears throat> my crazy relative says something controversial or weird or political mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily going to unfriend them yeah. because then they would take personal offense to that. I exactly. might unfollow or whatever, which helps, but it doesn't mean you, it's still easier to see that crap versus Twitter where most of the people I don't personally know. Yeah. So if they, if I mute them or unfollow them, then they're not going to, it's gonna, really not if, a big if deal. Give a shit, I don't care. Like, yeah, you know? I mean, so like, it's a different, like you could, I, I personally am able to carve those things out of Twitter better. Yeah. It doesn't mean I didn't still get involved sometimes, well, but I, yeah. Yeah, I just think I mean it's still there. It's still all over the place. And then you Honestly, have those people who like when you when you say you know because we're talking about like muting people with like difference of opinions and things of that nature. People will mm -hmm. say, "Well, if you if you do that, then you're you're only staying in your like minded bubble and stuff like that." I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't feel like arguing with a bunch of people about my That's morals, my values, and ethics. That's the thing. It's like I yeah maybe I am putting myself in a bubble, and it's on purpose because it's my not, sanity is a, important. There's a difference between isolating yourself and being in an echo chamber. Yeah. Like if you were just doing nothing but following like one political side, just so you can only hear their viewpoints, then you're, you're quite literally making an echo chamber for yourself, yeah. which, which if you want to do it, it's totally fine, but you're not going to get any perspective Different. if you're, if yeah. that's what you're looking for. You're going to stay on one side the whole time and you're never going to see anything else. And that's not yeah. healthy in my opinion. No, it's not. It's not like, I don't, you know, I know there are some things I'm not going to agree with, Me but too. I also know there are some things I probably have common ground with. And right. I don't mind seeing those. I've, I've tried to weed out my news feed and yeah. not, not, not social media news feed, but actual, my, like my Google news app, yeah. you know, you can control what you see on there. Some people probably just have Fox News or Washington Post or whatever. Right. I try to to filter, you know, 
mine's actually a lot of nerdy tech stuff. So really, that's most of what I see. I don't even but, follow the news because it depresses me. So well, that's that too. But but like you know, <laughs> I put in like Associated Press because they yeah. they gather from various sources. Or I still there's I, a couple I like, that I feel like are v- very much in the middle. You know, yeah. I follow. Let's see, what do I follow? I follow our local newspaper. Sure. Because I mean, it's my city. I want to know what's going on in my city, yeah, and I follow events, a couple yeah. of like our local news anchors mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. because they'll update with stories and stuff. And for me, for me personally, that's enough because I learned at a young age that the news actually will. And here's the fun word: trigger my anxiety. <laughs> and yep, I'm gonna. Yep. And for people who get kind of up in arms about the word trigger, I'm going to use that. When it's actually necessary, not because I got offended by something. There's yeah, because a that's, that's yeah, it's sort of become this negative connotation word. But no, it's, it's become a meme, really, because and you know you see the, the, yeah, the shit out of me. <laughs> it triggers you. No, it triggers sorry. Me. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, but there's the a thing. there's a realistic trigger trigger being that it it, it unintentionally it makes my anxiety off, spike. Yeah, sets off something that doesn't. Yeah well with you and if i don't want to have that's really what triggering is it's 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 a it's a mental trigger that causes an effect it's not causing offense it's causing an effect there's a difference yeah and that that's i think most people can distinguish that and if they can't then yeah but i mean i'm offended by my triggers (laughs) (laughs) well but it's you know but it's, I know there's, there's a difference funny. between somebody saying, I can't believe you ate a chicken nugget. Um, how dare you kill that chicken? I'm so triggered right now. That's and, yeah. And what you yeah. said in, yeah. versus what you said about, you know, like it's the news in my brain starts, you know, triggering this, lighting a fuse for this anxiety. Yeah, it, 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 it triggers that whole flight or fight mm-hmm. or flight response. Yeah. And it's like, sure. I can't have that going on 24 seven. So I don't watch the news. No, and I understand. I think that happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't it, realize it. We, you and I have talked about this a little bit before, too. That Everybody should watch, in my personal humble opinion, mm-hmm. the Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. Mm-hmm. Or The Social Dilemma. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, it sort of um, it sort of goes over this these kind of things, mm-hmm. especially social media, but, but what it is, it's, it's a documentary, but there's also a little bit of a uh, drama dramatization that happens in it, which is kind of cheesy and funny to be honest. <laughs> but, but the, the more, the more substance to it is the actual people who worked with Google and Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, mm-hmm. who are now like blowing the whistle, like we've got to change the way these are working because really? they're seeing all this bad stuff. That's what really intrigues me. It's not just somebody like screaming like, ah, social media is bad. It's like <laughs> these guys telling you how they designed it, why it's doing what it's doing and what it's become. Like the algorithm how these, and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I was just going to say that, actually. Yeah, it, they talk about how the algorithms, especially with Facebook, have sort of gotten out of control. I'm definitely going to watch that so we can talk about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I feel like... It it talks about how we've how social media has sort of persuaded and manipulated us into these corners and it's and it's affected mental health. And they talk about how politics is a huge part of that, which covers the news, you know, and and things like that. So it's it's created more division politically. You could Mm. you could attribute some of that to social media. And now. Some of them on there say, just get off of social media altogether. Yeah. Others, others say, well, no, just, just try to control yourself. It yeah. Yeah. 
try to put yourself, you know, in a position where you're not being influenced by this stuff. And I, and I think politics, uh, so our main topic here, I feel like is a good way. Like if you don't want to eliminate social media from your life because you have some friends on there, you're like talking to, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Understandable. Like I'm not completely eliminating it because Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this podcast and I want to message DG. Right. But like, you know, but I also am making a very concerted effort not to follow anything political or controversial or to engage in any of that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. that is not healthy for me. Yeah. And it's not really healthy for anyone, depending on exactly what's being said. Well, I was, <laughs> but, you know, it's, 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 you know, with you saying engaging with people and stuff like that, it's funny because it's like, I hate to bring up a, it's kind of a stale memory, but it's like, or a bad memory. It, wasn't too long ago that I saw like my political stuff on on uh, Twitter came to pretty much a screeching halt after this happened. There was an interaction that I saw between two mutuals of mine and it ended up mm-hmm. causing me to unfollow one of the mutuals and ended up blogging them. Yeah. Because their political views are very different from mine. They have some political views that I did not necessarily well not I don't agree with. And yeah. I just muted that person at first because it was just like, I don't want to see it, but I know you're not a bad person deep down. That's the thing. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe they are. (laughs) Whatever. It's, you know, up in the air. It doesn't matter anymore because I don't talk to that person. But (laughs) I don't care if you're a bad person. You don't bother me. Right. Um, But it was just like. I have never had my political views clash so hard with somebody that it caused me to go, I don't want you in my life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's happening more and more with this election season that I, that I've ever seen before. We've always had like, people have always had their differences when it comes to political stuff, but mm-hmm. as, as racially charged as this election has been, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is really bringing the divide yeah. For, to the fourth the, to the 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 uh, what's the word forefront to the forefront yeah yeah <laughs> you had it and you just I, stopped I saying like, it. Where was it? I, I was like it's for something um <laughs> but it's like it's it's really creating this racial divide and it's really really disheartening to see and it's just like there are political views that some people have that go right along with this racial divide and it's like that's what you support yeah, and that's, you know, and the thing is, like, it's different when you personally know the person, too. Yeah. Because, like, I'm good friends. There's a coworker of mine I've known for a long time, and we're buddies, too. And he's very conservative. I'm mm-hmm. not. And we both have known that about each other from, like, almost day one. Yeah. Um. So we don't sit there and talk politics a lot. But when we do, it's not, like, like you know aggressive or anything mm. we're not sitting there like offending each other like because mm. neither of us would get offended but we wouldn't say something like that yeah and and they have their reasons for thinking a certain way and they mm. justify it a certain way and even though i don't always agree with that and they're not going to agree with what i justify so you know i don't even think like just because he's conservative i'm not god well you you support racism or you know like right. again that's going back to the hyperbole that that seems to be prevalent I, he definitely doesn't support racism. So, right. like, even though I don't agree with him and even though he might have voted for, you know, candidates that I know he's voted for candidates I would never vote for. Right. I know him personally and I know he's a good person. So yeah. it's harder to see that online. And 
we've both said to each other that we're not going to, it would be the equivalent. The, the parallel I draw in my mind would be him sitting there texting me like just this very controversial political stuff mm-hmm. and like me supposed to, me being okay with it. I'm not going to be okay with that. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I mean, I know that they're, you know, it's their Twitter feed. They can put what they want. So mm-hmm. it's not like they're directing it at someone, but that's kind of what, what happens in social media where you might, you don't know someone completely personally and they might have a more extreme attitude about that stuff. And if you're willing to put it out in public, you're sort of texting it to everyone. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And, and like, that's the, that's the thing where it's like, I'm not going to do that because I don't expect everybody to agree with me. And I don't want to talk. I don't want to sit there and argue with people who don't agree with me just for the right. sake of argument. And I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you with that. It's like, I think, I think people are pretty well aware of where I stand with things. And I've, mm-hmm. you know, I have been vocal about my standings in the past and things like that. Um, especially on Twitter. And, but that's calmed down a lot because I noticed that things were getting more and more heated and I was finding myself angrier and angrier, getting more yeah. and more angrier about yeah. things. And, and, and this kind the stuff that's going on in the political world right now does make me angry. And I hate sure. that this stuff is going on, but what I'm not going to do is argue with someone who doesn't know me from a hole in the wall <laughs> right? I mean- on a social media app. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of like what we talked about in the beginning is, you know, if if you're going to have a discussion with somebody and you don't really know them. Yeah, well, and if you don't really know them and they're already coming from a place that is, that appears to be hostile and entrenched, (laughs) you know, then you're going to have an irrational argument. Yeah, and and, kind of full circle back to what we said before. You're not gonna, you're never gonna have a rational debate with somebody who's who's already emotional emotions and irrationality to the to the table. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's just it. And that to me, if if we all sort of avoided that a little bit, it doesn't mean we ignore the issues. You know, let's not go to the other extreme here. Yeah, Um, you're ignoring it because you don't care. I would love to see, you know, the. (laughs) I'd love to see the statistics behind. How many people have actually changed their views and, 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 you know, improved other than a few anecdotal cases here and there? Yeah. Just because you had an argument online. I'm betting it's less than one percent. I would love to see that because it would probably be like none. I mean, I know there are some who. Yeah, there there have been. I've gotten into arguments that have like changed my perspectives on a few things where I was kind of like, oh, okay, I didn't see it that way. I think because we refuse to see it from other people's perspective, that's why we get into these arguments that we do. Yeah, yeah, and and it usually never starts that way anyway, where you could get to that point, right? And it's just, it's like so. If that's how it's going to be, and as I go back to what we were saying in the beginning of this of this main topic part is. I've already voted. Mm-hmm. I can't really do anything else myself right now. Right, to me too. I'm not running for office. I'm not working the polls. I'm not campaigning. I'm not a pollster. Pollster. <laughs> it's a real word. Look it up. It's a real word. We had that. We had that debate last time. Um, we didn't have a debate. I just didn't know it was a real word. <laughs> was it debate? You were wrong. No, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it is. It's funny when you when you said, "Is that a real word?" And I'm like. Well, you know, I've read it, but I don't know if it's actually a word. I just you know didn't know. I, like, I had never heard it before, and it <laughs> yeah. didn't say. It's like you ever, you know, like, stupid. You get those words every once in a while. You hear it. It's like, is that a real word? It sounds wrong. It, it sounds, sounds wrong. weird. It doesn't sound somebody right. who works the, somebody who works the polls. But yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm not doing anything like that. Most of us aren't doing anything like that. So right. it doesn't mean you have to shut up. You know, you do what you want. I don't care. But but, <laughs> but well, not your mom and dad. 
I just, yeah, I feel like if I could give any advice, it's if it's affecting you emotionally. It's time to let it go. Yeah, you probably want to let it go because you need to decide whether or not that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, like if it's, it's, is it worth it? Probably not. Right. If you're getting so worked up about something, and this this can apply to anything. If you're getting so worked up about something to a point that it is is taking over your day, then it's time to take a step back. It doesn't mean that you have to give up your perspectives. It doesn't mean you have to give up your views or what you're, you know, like what you're doing completely. It's just, it's time to it's time to take a step back and take a breather, cut through the chaos. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, and not only that, it doesn't mean that you can't do anything about it. Exactly. You know, there are some people that that motivates to go take action and that action could be- And I think that's be, great. Yeah, it could be running for office. It could be going and having, seeking out personal conversations with people you don't agree with. Yeah. You know, like that would be awesome. And But I know that, but the point is, it doesn't matter what the outcome is in that sense. What matters is if it's affecting you. And again, I say this having failed at it many times. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not, it's not a lecture. It's, it's take a step back. Yeah. C- cut out that piece of chaos in your life as much as you possibly can, because there's other shit you got to worry about. You know, some, some people got to worry about where they're, when their next paycheck's coming in. Some people got to worry eat. about, yeah. If they're, if they can get their kids to, to school, if their school is even open, you know, if their school's even safe. Of, yeah. There's a lot of other shit to worry about. And it's just not, healthy. It doesn't seem to help anything. And I, I, you know, I wish it wasn't like that, but I do believe this. I do believe that most rational, I I believe that most of us are pretty rational, rational people uh, (laughs) in this country. Like I think, well, but you know, I think the media and social media bring out, amplify the extremes and amplify the ridiculousness. I I definitely agree with that. You know, people who are loud about that stuff aren't usually everyday common folk you know like most of us aren't sitting there yelling all the time you know if i if i accidentally cut somebody off in an aisle at a grocery store i i'm gonna say sorry and i think excuse me sorry and they're not gonna be all pissed at me yeah so like (laughs) not that that's the best example but but like (laughs) the but you know I, i i do believe enough in humanity even though i'm not the biggest people person in the world that we are probably rational beings for the most part in our civilization and that we could probably find common ground with each other. So I don't think Some it's as divided. Yeah. But there's those, the, but what we see is that fringe, maybe not even fringe, but what we see is the amplified chaos. Yeah. And so just, you know, th- don't make that your, your viewpoint, I guess is, is what I'm trying to say. And I'm trying to do better at that too. I don't, you know, I've right. fallen into this, these exact traps. So anyway, I think we all have, <laughs> We're sort of beating a dead horse at this point, though. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what our main topic was. Uh, any other thoughts on cutting out chaos of politics? Cutting out chaos of politics. I mean, you don't have like I, I think I've said this before, but you don't have to surround yourself with these things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your main thought throughout the day. It doesn't have to be what you only think about. It just it's. You can give yourself some time to go, hey, I'd like to dedicate some time to see what's going on in the world of politics. Mm-hmm. Dedicate your time to that. And then walk away from it. Yeah. Process it. Digest it. Think about it. Do something else with your day. Yeah. That's, that's think- the best advice that I can give. And that's what I do. It's like I look at the things yeah. that I need to like 
I like like you, I have already voted as well. So at this point, it's kind of like I'm done. Mm -hmm. But what I was doing before was before I was making my decisions, I was, you know, I was looking at my um, candidates. I was looking at their platforms. What do I agree with? What do I not agree with? What can I sit with that I don't agree with? (laughs) If that makes sense. Sure. You know, and and once I did that and I got my, you know, my ballot, I mailed. I did the mail in stuff. Me too. Um, Uh, ooh, get shit for that. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, you know, it's an option that mi- millions of us are taking right and, now. And I, millions I of good... us have, and I think it's a great yeah. thing. Um, mm-hmm. um, what was I saying? I was making this point, and I don't remember what the point was. Well, you were you were making your decision on on the different issues. Oh yeah, I was making the decision. Yeah. yeah, and 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 once I did that, it was kind of like, okay, I've I've made my choices, and you know. <laughs> What sucks is that after I mailed in my ballot and, you know, made my vote, my votes and everything like that, something came out about one of the candidates that I voted for. And I was like, uh, that's no. so- <laughs> they're probably like, yes, millions of people have already mailed in. <laughs> but then it's like, what can I do now? There's nothing I can do. There's I've, I've can cast do. my ballot. So now it's yeah. time for me to go. I've made my decisions. I have to sit with those decisions mm-hmm. and let me go on about my day. Yeah. And. I echo everything you just said. I think the other thing is when you vote for someone, never expect that it's going to be. They're not going to be perfect. You have to, they're not going to be perfect. You don't have to defend everything they do because you can't vote that way. You don't yep. know exactly what they're going to do. And there's never going to be that candidate that fits you perfectly. Ever. Um, ever. And if there is, you're running yourself. <laughs> exactly. And and the um, the other thing is try to try to, if you are going to look at political stuff. You know, and again, limit I do the same yourself. thing. I might check the news. Yeah, limit it, but also try to use the critical eye. I think that's another thing we could do. But yeah. again, look at those headlines and, and ask yourself, is this trying to get me to respond emotionally? Because usually yeah. you can tell. And if you can find sources, there's good resources out there that tell you kind of what they sort of analyze the different news sources and say, this is more center. This is more right. This is more left. And the other big and, thing is to fact check. That's just it. That's the biggest part. And social media is the worst for that. The worst. We and, are terrible yeah. about reacting when it comes it, to it, stuff on social media. It's instant reaction. We don't fact check. We, uh, I, I feel like there's a whole nother episode of just about skepticism and critical thinking. Like, <laughs> don't believe something just because you saw it. Like, good right. God, come I, on. I have done that. I have done that. I, I, I have too. I have too. And it's like. You not always you just have to to use to practice critical thinking and skepticism. You cannot yeah. just believe something that was in writing. You can't. And we we fall for that just far too much. And some so of it's easily. very, very ridiculous stuff and others isn't even that ridiculous and it's yeah. still completely fake or yeah. way mis misworded or misleading. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my take on it. And I think uh I think we're in agreement. I think that's well. We we're gonna probably agree on like everything. A lot. So. <laughs> I don't believe I don't in ghosts. Know. You 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 you're more of a ghosty person. I'm not a ghosty. I don't believe in ghosts. So we'll, we can have. A well, see, we that disagree actually. on that. I believe in ghosts, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a fun topic. <laughs> hey, that could be our spoopy episode. Oh, sure, we could do like a Halloween. Ooh, yeah, maybe we'll have to do that. I don't know if I'll. Re- it'll be released after Halloween though. That's it'll be after Halloween, Halloween, but it'd still be like around the yeah. same time, so it'll be fine. As we talk about this on the first episode of our podcast. (laughs) But hopefully, yeah, so this is we're right at about an hour now. So I think that's a good place to sort of wrap it up. Yep. And, you know, I hopefully people find a little bit of entertainment out of that. And hopefully they want to help us promote it. You know, if you want to retweet stuff out, we always appreciate that. 
likes and subscriptions and whatever you can do on the different podcast platforms. We already have an Anchor FM Anchor.fm set up for it, which is good. And I believe it's actually already on Spotify. They they distribute it automatically yeah. with Anchor. So we are on Spotify officially. Yeah. But you can go, we'll we'll tweet out the link. In fact, I think DG already tweeted out the link to the, the Spotify page. I did. So you can find it once it's on all the platforms, it'll be linked on there. Um yeah. and I'll eventually make a little landing page of my own for it because I do nerdy stuff like that in my free time. Right. Um so, <laughs> so it'll be easy to find. Are you throwing up? Seriously? <laughs> Me? No, I'm sorry. No, my dog. <laughs> and with that, no. Yeah. So we'll end it with no. no, but like, yeah, definitely give us uh once once it's out there, give us some good reviews, give us some warm fuzzies, so we can uh, know that we're entertaining. And and please feel free to offer feedback. You can ask questions to DG and myself on Twitter. Probably DG's better because I don't get on Twitter hardly yes. at all. So, um, but I'll answer if I. You know, if I see one and yeah, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. Hopefully uh, we'll, we're probably gonna have some guests at some point too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing that I was going to throw out is that if there's ever a topic that you guys ever want to hear us talk about, or, you know, you have suggestions yeah. for, please, by all means, hit me up, let me know. And we will definitely take it into consideration just like we would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Because it's uh, ultimately we're trying to entertain you guys, <laughs> even though it's entertaining to us too. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we stay here. We can sit here and laugh the entire time about <laughs> stuff and it'd be entertaining to us, but not you. And that's not what we're trying to do, even though it isn't. No. no. So cool. All right. I think that was a fun uh, first episode. So any, any parting shots of wisdom from the internet mom before we uh, sign off? Uh, the only parting shot of wisdom that I have is take time to be kind to yourself and in turn, be kind to others because you never know what somebody's going through. And I know that's so cliche yeah. to say, but it's entirely true. We don't know what everybody's going through because we're not involved in everybody's lives at every single second. So just be kind, mm -hmm. be yeah. kind and like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a juxtaposition right there Ooh, big words jeff no <laughs> no i uh i could not agree more um we're i could practice that better myself to be perfectly honest so yeah you could and i have nothing uh wisdom related to add to that because you know whatever i'm, <laughs> I'm not that i'm not that wise i'm more snarky and cynical about stuff not people suck either. that's what you should know <laughs> But just, anyway, just stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I think that's a great way to to end it, though. That's a great little word of wisdom to everyone there. So thanks for that. And yes. we will uh, probably be doing this kind, maybe weekly, maybe every two weeks. Not sure yet. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we haven't we'll, figured that part out yet. <laughs> it'll probably vary. Honestly, yeah. it probably won't be completely on the dot. So, but it'll yeah, be done. So it'll happen. Keep in touch on, keep looking on Twitter and you'll, you'll definitely see when there's more. Yes. All right. I will talk to you next time, DG. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.